are recording live on Anchor FM, and we're glad you guys are tuning in. What is up, guys? It's your boy, Jay Cal, and you are tuned in to the Alliance Guys Podcasting Network. What do we call this show? Oh, yeah, it's the pre-party. And I'm your host, Jay Cal. Now, week after week, for months after months, we were pre-partying ahead of the NWA power. Tonight, it's different, guys. Tonight, it's very different because tonight, we aren't talking NWA. Well, no, we are talking NWA. That is a lie. We are still talking NWA, but tonight, ladies and gentlemen, no, no, tonight, it's all about Carnyland. What the hell is a Carnyland? I have no idea. I have no idea what a Carnyland is. Um, I do know this. We're not getting NWA power. We are getting Carnyland, and we don't really know what Carnyland is just yet. Um, it'll be interesting to see what it will be and uh, what it's all about. As I go Canadian here for a minute, um, but ultimately, um, we do know that it is the vision of our esteemed president, William Patrick Corgan. And David Lagana. It's probably more of a Lagana project. We know that they talked about it briefly um, while they were still in Impact. So we'll see what that ends up becoming. But, you know, and I'm getting caught up in everything else that's going on. Um, I did want to take a second to talk about uh, Larry Zonka, who we lost yesterday. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Larry Zonka of 411 Wrestling. Um, passed away yesterday and if I can be somber here for a minute um I never met Larry and I doubt he would even know who I was Uh, but Larry was very influential in my writing styles dating back to when I first started blogging about wrestling at socaluncensored.com and it was because of Larry that I efforted to try to what's the word I'm looking for I tried I, I, I borrowed Gary excuse me borrowed Larry's example of how to recap shows I mean if it wasn't for Larry I probably never would have started recapping shows and I when I first started delving into writing about wrestling was uh, when I was writing uh, recapping the NWA pro wrestling events um, that were appearing on colors TV and that was you know, that was because of Larry. Um, so, I mean, it's a real sad day, guys. And I'm I'm gutted, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm brokenhearted. I didn't know Larry well. I, I didn't. He was just a person on the internet. Um, but I did follow his struggles. I knew he had his foot amputated a few, I think it was last year. And he used a lot of that PMA that I preach so much. Um, and it, it, guys, I mean... Forget wrestling for a minute. He's a human being that uh, shared his passion with us, right? Like, I never met the guy, but I knew he was passionate about pro wrestling. And, uh, you know, 
he lost his, his, his life and his kids lost a dad his wife lost a husband and so more important than wrestling more important than anything else it's uh, we lost a life and so um you know i i know i know that you know we could start talking about shad too i mean they haven't found him yet but uh, as many of you guys know shad gaspard from crime time um has gone missing the last scene in the ocean and a wave carried him out and it doesn't look good so for you know and i don't want to start proclaiming anyone gone before they are but if you guys say prayers please say that for those two men and their families um if you don't pray well then just shoot those positive vibes over there because uh there's a lot of people hurting right now a lot of people missing their their fathers their husbands so I'm just going to take a minute here to uh, do a moment of silence. I hope you guys will uh, join me in, in remembering the lives of Larry Zonka and uh, Shad Gaspard. <sighs> we try to keep things light on this show. Um, we talk about wrestling. We talk about Carnyland that's coming up. We talk about all this fun stuff. But, you know, we live... We don't live in a vacuum, thankfully. We live in a world where good things happen and bad things happen. And, uh, you know, we just do the best we can to go forward. Um, you, you know, light, people live and people die every day. And I don't want to t- make light of these two gentlemen who lost their lives we lose people every day and uh, the world doesn't stop and it won't stop um, but I do think the best thing we can do as as good human beings is remember those who impacted our lives and share their legacy and, and again the positive thoughts for their families and uh, okay let's let's try to move on um, because this is going to be an exciting week of wrestling. This is going to be, uh, you know, in just a, less than an hour, we're going to be watching a new segment for the National Wrestling Alliance. And that new segment, uh, the new show, is Carnyland. Now, what I don't know about Carnyland could literally fill a stadium, a baseball-sized stadium. But let's, let's try to be... Uh, be optimistic now Gary Horn and I of this is the NWA if you guys aren't following Gary Horn and this is the NWA podcast you guys are really missing out but Gary and I jokingly were going back and forth on Twitter uh, about about what could Carney land be and and my dream my dream was that it would be a modern day telling of Fantasy Island but instead of Ricardo Montalban no 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 we get Josephus Brody Josephus as welcoming us to the island, and 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 instead of um, uh, tattoo going deep plane, deep plane, why not uh, quarantine Bill? If it sounds crazy, guys, you're not keeping up with all the social media content that's coming out there. But, but, I don't think that's exactly what it's going to be. Um, but I think it, whatever they do, I, I mean, at this point, if David Lagana hasn't earned earned your at least uh, first episode interest 
then I don't think there's anything he can do that will get you on board. And to be to be perfectly frank, I think that um, <laughs> I think it's going to be funny. I don't know what to expect, uh, but I think uh, of course when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, uh, there are a lot of carnies out there. Um, I've heard some of the stories that Dave Lagana has, and I, I kind of hope this show just literally is a documentary about some of these stories and maybe <laughs> maybe reenactments, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I do see a couple friends in here, and that's awesome. I, I really appreciate the support of my NWA family, hashtag NWA fam. Um, I also want to throw this out to our friends on uh, Facebook, NWA Unfiltered. They've asked your boy J-Cow to be an associate, an affiliate. I'm not exactly sure what you call our relationship, but I do know that they're sharing my content. They said that I am a good source of information. They're probably wrong, but I am glad that they're sharing my content. So I will encourage you all to follow my friends over at NWA Unfiltered. You just lost the camera again. Hi, goodness gracious. I need better tech, guys. Ultimately, I just need better tech. Um... So, moving right along, and uh, if my computer will be so kind, um, because we did talk a little bit about Carnyland, but I think more important than Carnyland is uh, is uh, this guy right here. And this guy being a former NWA television champion, Ricky Starks. He's no longer in the NWA, guys. Holy crap. COVID-19 strikes again. We, lo- we lose another talent to the hiatus of the NWA. And from what it sounds like, there is no bad blood. And I, I, I'm glad because the NWA was nothing but kind to Ricky Starks in his time with the National Wrestling Alliance. And Ricky Starks, let's, let's be honest, he brought some eyeballs to the table. Ricky Starks is a star, guys. It, he, he's not an up-and-comer. He's a here and now. And I really feel like the NWA is going to miss the talents of Ricky Starks because your boy Starks was just phenomenal. Excuse me, needed some water. Ricky Starks is your former TV champion. Now, here's an interesting note. Ricky Starks had a career with the NWA long before Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana came around. In fact, Ricky Starks uh, worked for NWA Texoma, which was more or less the home for Tim Storm. Uh, He worked for NWA Branded Outlaw. Uh, We did an interview with Ricky Starks, and we spent a lot of time talking about his time in the uh, pre-Billy Corgan NWA. But what what, uh, Mr. Starks brought to the table that I think a lot of people are missing out on is he, number one, was one of the eight competitors at the NWA 70th anniversary to challenge for the NWA National Champion, and now they're all gone. Okay? Paro never made an appearance in the NWA after the 70th anniversary. Jay Bradley has not has yet to make an appearance in the NWA after the 70th anniversary show. Sammy Guevara signed with AEW. Willie Mack signed with Impact Wrestling. Uh, we recently saw that Colt Cabana is now with AEW. Um, you guys are going to kill me because I can't think of his name right now. I think his first name was Sam, but he's the guy with the mustache. He's now in NXT. Um, so all of these competitors, uh, Scorpio Sky also with AEW, all these competitors who 
would-be NWA national champion have now all moved on to be elsewhere. And our national champion is the third-degree Mongrovian world national Mongrovian twice champion, and that would be uh, Aaron Shooter Stevens. And I like to say that, um, you know, the NWA will be fine without uh, Ricky Starks, but his contributions to the show early on, I think, were very important. Um, he did, again, was the first TV champion, and on paper, he held the title for two days. Um, but as you know, for the show, he held the belt for about five weeks of programming. And I know that the idea, I'm sure, was for him and, and Zicky Dice to continue their feud for that TV title. And unfortunately, that doesn't seem like that'll be the case. Sam Shaw. Thank you, Kakushi. Sam Shaw. I, I was right on the first name. Um, and since I, I peeked over here at the comments, let's look at a few more of them. If you guys will uh, humor me as I try to maneuver this computer to work. Um, Jeff Meacham the, of the Jeff Meacham Network, he says this Carnyland concept definitely intrigues him. And uh, I, I think it is going to be intriguing. What it is, again, I don't know, but uh, it's definitely worth uh, looking into. Um, Jeff also says, rest in peace, Larry. He's a cool dude. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I don't know Larry, uh, the human being. Um, I just knew him as the wrestling journalist. And he's one of the guys that kind of inspired me to put more into my efforts, put me more into my writing. And he probably doesn't know me. He probably never mentioned me or I don't even think he followed me on Twitter. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I learned a lot just from reading what he wrote. And I respected the hell out of the guy. So um, Robert says, uh, rest in peace, Larry, one of the greats indeed. And oh, speaking of Robert, and we'll get to that in a minute, I did Piper's Notes today, guys. And that was pretty cool. I'll, we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But uh, yeah, that NWA fam is strong. Um, this is the NWA says, the Shad thing bummed me out so much. Such a sad couple of uh, news days. Yeah, and, and Shad was one of those guys who I just kind of kept hoping that something something was going to break for him. Like you would see him show up somewhere and, and shock people. I was hoping NWA might be one of those places where he could land, not as a tag team wrestler, but as a singles wrestler. He was a huge dude and I, he had charisma. He certainly could have had an opportunity to be something bigger. And I never understood why crime time didn't get over more in the WWE, but that's neither here nor there. And I see that our picture quality looks kind of bad. I don't know if that's, if that's me or if it's the internet, but, um, Jeff Meachin says, so to brighten the mood a bit, uh, I've been dying to ask you, who would you recommend I purchase a 10 pounds of gold uh, replica from? Uh, Jeff, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where to get replica belts. Now, mine was a gift, believe it or not. I didn't pay for that. My good buddy, DKM, who does the uh, Alliance Guys podcast with me, actually sent it to me as a gift. Um, if you want, I can research, but I don't really have a source for you on where to get replica title belts. Um, thank you, Robert. And I believe that's Gary for the kind words, uh, for the show open. Um, Lamb answers the question. JB toys has some amazing replica belts. Great. Uh, Willie says, I believe Carnyland is going to be a plus for the NWA pro wrestling. I think you're right. And so does Gary, obviously. Uh, let's see. Kakushi asked me if I had friends and I do have a few. Um, there's a couple of guys that, uh, I respect me and I respect them. And there's a couple of guys that, uh, we do a podcast with. So 
Kikuchi is not too sad by the loss. I'm assuming you met Ricky Starks. You better have met Ricky Starks, because if it was the other two, I'm going to block you. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I'm getting some lag here on the computer, so sorry if you guys are seeing things a little bit differently. Um, I'm going to just close this. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, much better. Um, sorry, doing a little house cleaning here. do 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 do, do. Yeah, there we go, the Alliance logo. Um, yeah, so, yeah, uh, you know, some people didn't think very highly of Ricky Starks, which makes me scratch my head. I think um, I think Ricky Starks would be a natural fit for Impact. I don't know if that's where he's going to go. Um, I certainly think that's where he would be, again, a good fit. Um, but for that, I really don't, I'm not really sure and um, where he'll end up. I mean, I could see him going to AEW. Him and Sammy Guevara had great matches before Sammy got signed to AEW. Um, I could see him just riding the independent circuit until the NWA comes back, which I think would be a win-win for everyone involved. Um, maybe he comes back as uh, as the Pope's guy. I mean, that's wishful thinking, but uh, ultimately, I mean, I see him as a great fit for Impact. That X Division could surely use a guy the caliber of Ricky Starks. Um, let's see. Uh, you guys, a couple of you corrected me about Sam Shaw, so thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Terry McDermott says, William Patrick Corgan is a good promoter, but he moves slow be- even before COVID. I think that's why our summer leaving. I mean, Terry, that's, that's not even up for debate. Um, the NWA... <sighs> my conversation with Lagana off the air was that they are going to be the adults in the room, meaning they're not going to run a show until it's absolutely safe for the wrestlers and the people who are watching the show. So we're not going to see a live action NWA wrestling program anytime soon. Here in Southern California, they are, uh, well, California in general, they are open to, restarting live sporting events without an audience so i mean i've heard that championship wrestling from hollywood may pick back up and my conversation with dave marquez from a few days ago a few weeks ago um he indicated that um if they get the go-ahead they'll be more than happy to run events shows without an audience um in arizona they can do the same thing so there's two different cities championship wrestling from hollywood championship wrestling from arizona where they're doing that and uh, as far as i know uh, Marquez would be more than open to the idea of the NWA um, broadcasting out of the Ocean View Pavilion or the Nile Theater in Arizona. We'll just see. I mean, it sounds like Georgia's are probably more open to a return than most other states, but it's got to be done safely and and they have to be careful. They just, you know, you have to be careful. So, uh this is the NWA also wanted to point out that Sam Shaw is also known as Dexter uh, Loomis in the uh, NXT. And Jeff Meachin asked, uh, well, actually said, oh, wow, that's an awesome gift in regards to my 10 pounds of replica. Just curious because I had to sell mine years ago for rent money, but my collection of world titles seems grossly incomplete without my sweet Charlotte. Jeff, if you don't have a 10 pounds of replica in your repertoire, you are sorely missing the granddaddy of all championships. 
Len says, I think Carneyland is going to be like a Zoom chat with discussion on videos showing. I'd be all right with that. I mean, whatever they do, it's got to be entertaining. And again, when we're talking about Lagana, he's earned, he's earned my attention span, if that makes sense. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. So if I watch Carneyland tonight and I hate it, I'll still tune in next week just to give it the benefit of the chance to see if the ball gets rolling. Um, if it's great, awesome. If not, I'm going to give it a couple of tries before I'll write it off because I was so impressed with, with the 10 pounds of gold series. I'm, I was so into what Lagana did with Ring of Honor and what Lagana did with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood years ago. He's earned my respect. He's earned my attention. He, and I, he'll have it at least until the show proves to me that it doesn't warrant my attention. And I, I mean, that's how I feel about most entertainment. I'll go watch any Marvel movie because... I haven't been disappointed by a single one of them. I'm very leery about which DC movies I'll go see because most of them have been disappointments for me. Um, Len says my video quality is fine. I've got the good guy, good guy camera going tonight. I just I got to figure out how to work it so it doesn't die on me in the middle of the podcast. Um, this is the NWA says in our talks with Lagana, he seemed to be against NWA shows in the studio without the audience, which makes sense because in the very beginning, Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana both mentioned that, you know, the audience was very much a part of the show. So, I mean, and how in the two NWA matches that were televised on, uh, on the uh, time slot, that 605 NWA power time slot, two matches, um, that were empty arena matches and they just lack something. Tim Storm versus Josephus or um, the question mark versus one of the Dawson brothers. It was just, it lacked some energy and it lacked that appeal that that NWA power crab seems to bring to the show. Um, the NWA, uh, Gary, Gary Horn says, but yeah, good point. Maybe an other theater could work. I mean, it, at some point, you have to start producing wrestling. You just have to. These guys need to get paid. They need to keep uh, putting out content in order to, to, to build to something. But if they're not building to anything, if there's no Crockett Cup on the horizon, they can get away with doing more abstract content, you know, less content inside of a ring. I think at the end of the day, though, um, at some point, we are going to need to see wrestling again. And if you don't get it from the NWA, you're going to go find it somewhere else. And if, if MLW starts running again, if the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood starts running again, um, it's going to be hard to just say, okay, I'll st- sit by and wait. Um, especially if you're a performer and, and you're sitting at home just wanting to get back to work. Uh, it, it's got to be really hard just waiting for that phone call from Billy or Dave. Hey, we're going back to work. Um Lamson says, I can see NWA power from the Ocean View Pavilion, but from the Nile Theater? Oh, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh, the Ocean View Pavilion, I'll be honest, guys, and this is uh, this is not for public discussion, so don't, don't go about bringing this up to all your NWA wrestling friends. This is just between you and I. There were talks to bring the NWA to, to the Ocean View Pavilion years ago. And uh, there was a reason why Billy Corgan was at so many championship wrestling from Hollywood events leading up to NWA Power in in uh, Atlanta. I mean, it, make no mistake, that Atlanta deal was, and this is direct from Dave Marquez's voice, that Atlanta studio was going to be a United Wrestling Network-themed t- TV show. 
whether that be Championship Wrestling from Atlanta or Atlanta Pro Wrestling. I don't know what the deal was, but that that, that venue was scouted out for a, a David Marquez project. It just so happened that the NWA worked. Um, Len says he's found two cameras in his hardware box. Put the ring in a baseball stadium and just section off seating. <laughs> they have done... Yes, they could do that. I mean, Len is suggesting that they put wrestling in a uh, minor league baseball or maybe even major league baseball field. Um, I mean, that could work, but uh, there would be enough social distancing. And you just watch a Marlins game and you can see what social distancing looks like. So I think I got through all your guys' comments. Oh, no, uh, Kukushi, he says, I hope Carnyland is the history of bad NWA promoters from the past. Kukushi, who did you have in mind? I mean, I know there's a few promoters uh, on the Eastern Seaboard that would fit that category. You know, nobody in, nobody that I would call a friend, but lots of promotions that uh, ran on the, uh, well, let's just face it, they ran everywhere. They did it again. Uh, and I even hit the record button. Did I? Is it recording? I think it is. All right. Hopefully it is. If it's not, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Um, hey, my buddy Kerouac is on the Instagram show. What's up, Kerouac? Hope you're doing well, my friend. And, uh, man, I forgot we were doing the Instagram show. Uh, Okay, so um, the next topic. um, Man, you guys got me all fluttered. We were going to talk about Carnyland, and we did that. We were going to talk about Starks. We did that. Um, We are going to talk about why my computer's garbage. Uh, You know, a few weeks ago, I did a podcast or... I don't even know what to call these anymore because they're live streams, but uh, I've always traditionally called them podcasts. Um, essentially, my face in front of a camera talking to whoever wants to listen. But a couple weeks back, I had mentioned that I thought that there's so much good content coming out from the fans' perspective that I really felt like it was time to break down barriers and quit vilifying each other and start looking at each other as not competitors, but more as compadres. Um, there's so much good content that's coming out that we don't need to be dismissive about another person's podcast or um, another person's point of view, really. Uh, we're all like-minded. We're all NWA fans, so we should all be creating content. And instead of working against each other, I felt like we should be working together. And that really brought a lot of attention to what I've been doing here at the Alliance Guys podcast, alliance-wrestling.com all that good stuff. Um, Gary Horn, somebody who I've respected for a very long time since he came onto the scene, I think about a year and a half ago. Um, Gary, if it's longer than that, I apologize. Um, and I thought, man, this guy does great work. And then he started working with Adam Rotella and I was all, I wanted to jump in on that train too. And I guess maybe it's best that I didn't, but, um, we have so much like-minded friends and content creators that uh, I really think we should continue to work together because there are a lot of great podcasts out there that I think um, aren't getting the exposure that it should have. And, um, you know, uh, there's room for all of us. And if you enjoy what I'm doing here at the Alliance guys, uh, please share this. Um, Again, we're on all social medias at the Alliance blog and that's on Tumblr, which I know is kind of archaic. And if you're a hip young kid, you probably don't even know what that is. Uh, TikTok, um, which I guess that's the 13 and 13 to 18 year old demographic. If I'm hitting you, please let me know. Um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all those things. Um, 
I'm trying to put out fresh new content all the time. Again, uh, this whole this whole mechanism, everything I'm doing is trying to help promote the wrestling that I love, which is the National Wrestling Alliance, along with the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And I hope you guys are digesting the content that's being created here, but also the, the people who are thinking the same way that I am, that are sharing the same content, or not same concept, but the same concepts that I'm sharing. Um, Lamb, I do not have a Facebook page. Um, haven't had one of those in a while. Um, and I, I think it's great that the NWA fam has kind of come together. We're using that hashtag, uh, Will, uh, Dr. Robert, um, Gary, of course. And then, and then for you guys who, who don't know my family, because I have an NWA family and I've had mine a lot longer than some of you guys have, but, uh, Kevin Frazier, the former NWA world junior heavyweight champion who does the Alliance guys podcast with me, DKM, the guy that gave me that belt right back there. And, uh, uh, Jaden, who has, he's gone missing in action. He's not on the podcast anymore, but he'll always be a member of the Alliance guys. You know, we've, we've preached community. We've talked about building this up for a long time. And I think it's really awesome to see that, uh, everyone's is, is now getting on board. You know, it only took 13 years, but we're getting there, fellas. We're doing it. And, um, I'm very excited about all of that. Um, let's see. Len says, I know one that is down south in the middle of the country that could be brought up as bad. Len, I'm sure you know lots of those bad promotions because some of them ran in your backyard. Uh, Michael Manning says, NWA fist bump. That's right, man. Boom. Do that fist bump. Um, I'm sorry if I'm getting distracted here. One of the things that I've been trying to upgrade this whole studio thing is is doing a live podcast, uh, live stream is to um, ultimately try to make it look as professional as I can. And that's one of the things that uh, that I've been trying to do. Speaking of family, of course, you guys see Len in the chat. Len is, I've known Len for, gosh, probably about all of the 13 years that I've been doing this. And uh, Len and I used to, to chat on the message boards, the original NWA message boards. And uh, Len has been so supportive of the site. He's, uh, he's allowed us to use his Zoom features. And uh, we'll be doing a Zoom chat again soon, probably maybe in the next week or so. It won't be live because we don't want that again. But yeah, um, it's been a fun ride, guys. And I really do appreciate all the support. Um, <laughs> so uh, again, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. Um, but I do, I, I want to preach the, uh, the community of the NWA family. And if you guys... If you guys enjoy my program, if you enjoy this podcast, please check out some of the other guys. Please check out This Is The NWA podcast. Subscribe to their channel. Like it. Um, They're creating more content now than they were previously. Let me rephrase that. They're they're producing quality content. Stuff that, you know, um, show recaps are great, but they're they're doing other things. Will's Daily is is not just covering the NWA, but daily uh, wrestling news. Um, I was on Piper's Notes. I was trying to bring that up earlier. Uh, Piper's Notes is is Robert Stinson and his daughter, um, not even specifically talking exclusively about wrestling, but just, just uh, you know, I kind of felt being on the show that I was a part of the enrichment process of his daughter's life. And they do talk wrestling. We did talk some NWA. And we did, um, we did do a little bit of... Uh, you know, talking about the NWA history, but then we were talking about our music tastes and, and, uh, Piper was asking about, uh, you know, my theater taste, which sorry, Piper, I don't have a whole lot, but I'll work on that. 
And uh, it was a great experience. I really think, guys, that if you're looking for digestible content, that that we are doing a great job of providing it. Um, I always wanted to be the ancillary product to what the NWA was doing, and, and I'm not alone. There's a lot of great stuff that's going on out there. Um, I'm going to start showcasing some of the other podcasts that are out there that are lesser known. Um, a couple of my friends are doing stuff. Uh, the Fan in the Van, Big Al Boski. Uh, some of you guys met Al at some of the uh, NWA events. Uh, he literally lives in his van and travels across the country watching wrestling and playing disc golf. And it's an incredible story. And maybe one day we'll do a, a live chat with him, but we'll talk about his show at another time. And, and uh, you know, there's just a lot of great stuff out there that, that there is content for you to check out. So uh, just going through some more of your con- comments, uh, Kakushi, who... Kakushi, you're kind of a, a mean dude. He always put down my friend Jaden. Uh, Willie Bowen says expanding the roster will be good too. Absolutely, Willie. I think when the NWA does return, that the roster needs to grow. Now, in the last in the last two weeks, we've lost two competitors, but there's also a wealth of talent that is going to be available when wrestling picks up again. And let's not sleep on the roster that the NWA Power has. I mean, think about it: Trevor Murdoch, Aaron Stevens. Um, strictly business there will be a need for some new blood but I mean you've got a pretty good core right there and then let's not forget of course uh, Eddie Kingston the tag team champions Eli Drake and James Storm I mean we can keep going on about the NWA roster does it need to grow absolutely the women's division Thunder Rosa is amazing she needs a, a quality content around her she needs quality competitors I should say not content um Let's see. Uh, Will says, thank you, sir. Happy to be part of the NWA content creator family. Absolutely, Will. You're one of the good guys. Uh, Robert says, thank you, sir. NWA fam for life. (laughs) Should we start doing the for life like the NWO? Um, That's not going to work. Oh, my beautiful bride is on the Instagram live and she waved at me. And I don't know if she sees me, but uh, my wife. Uh, Real quick, guys. (laughs) I talked about uh, my show... Uh, last, I think it was Thursday or Friday, talked about the 13 years of me doing this podcast. But I, honest to God, have to tell you that if it was not for my muse, my beautiful wife, I wouldn't have been here. She's the one that pushed me to write about wrestling. She's the one that pushed me to create this kind of content. I had interviewed Adam Pierce twice before actually ever speaking to him. And if it wasn't for my wife being an extrovert, pulling this introvert out... I never would have talked to the world heavyweight champion. I never would have had beers and sandwiches with the world's heavyweight champion. And, um, you know, my wife used to go to every single wrestling show with me, whether it be uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Yuma, Arizona, San Bernardino, California, Oceanside, California, uh, Glendale. And she would take the best photos. And my camera went out again. Jeez. What is going on with this thing? Oh, that's because I was pushing the wrong button this whole time. All right. Uh, she was my muse guys and she still is and she's the one that encouraged all of this so there would have never been an alliance-wrestling.com if it were not for her so I again 13 years my bride my wife uh, my partner uh, none of this happens without her um, Kakushi asked if Piper helped me do TikTok videos uh, no Piper didn't but um, I wouldn't be against it I could use all the help I could get Stan says we need some fresh faces. Stan, you're 100% correct. 
And, uh, you know, I don't know if those fresh faces come from All Japan Pro Wrestling. We've had that conversation in the past. I think that would be extraordinary. Um, I know that there is New Japan USA matches happening uh, soon in California. Again, these there's some talent out there that there should be some way to work this out. There should be some way to, to bring in some fresher names to the NWA. I mean, don't get me wrong, Marty Skrull, Brody King, excellent additions to the roster. But unless we're bringing all of Ring of Honor in, we need some more faces. We need some more talent. We need some more blood. I agree with what Willie said. I agree with what Stan said. Um, <laughs> Len says it's Thunder Rosa Tuesday. I'm trying to get Thunder Rosa to come on the show, but um, she hasn't been yet. Uh, she she hasn't shown interest, so we won't talk about that. Kakushi says, so Michelle is to blame. Kakushi, how do you know her name? Huh? What's going on? Uh, Willie says, thank you, Jay, for telling me us about the NWA Pro Wrestling from Southern California. Willie, it's been my honor, privileged, and uh, I'm not going to lie, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Sans says, they shouldn't be, they should be from all over the world and make it a real alliance. I agree. That would be stupendous. Um, will it happen? I don't know. It, it's kind of funny that you bring that up because earlier, uh, Gary Horn on his podcast, I was watching it, he read uh, the press release from the first press release I posted on alliance-wrestling.com, which thanks for the plug, Gary. It was for the NWA Pro Wrestling show in Australia. And Gary's like, oh, I don't recognize a lot of these names, but you you would know them if you if you saw them. Mikey Nichols uh, was in NXT, used to t- uh, team with Shane Thorne there for a while. I can't remember his NXT name, but he's now in New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know who Rocky Romero is. He's a former junior heavyweight champion, not only for the NWA, but also for New Japan Pro Wrestling, IWGP. He was the guy that was known as Black Tiger Mask 4. Um, and again, Waltman and, uh, and, and Daniel Bryan was for the time, a pretty big main event. And, um, the point I was trying to make is, um, those international flavors, those international talents all kind of headed to Hollywood. They were all part of Dave Marquez's promotion. So when I say, um, when I say Shane Haste, who now wrestles as Shane Thor in NXT. I mean, you guys should know that he was a really good athlete, a great wrestler, and of course made his way to NXT. When you say, uh, uh, gosh, now I'm just blanking on all the names. Uh, ultimately, what I'm trying to say is those guys traveled to Hollywood to be a part of something special that NWA, uh, it used to be NWA Pro Wrestling, the Pro Wrestling Showcase, and then it became NWA Hollywood. But there was talent from all around the world, Canada, Mexico. I mean, we had luchadors. We had the the scientific wrestlers from Canada. We had the Australians, um, people from all over the U.S., Apollo from Puerto Rico, uh, you know, Mike DiBiase from Texas. The NWA Power is doing a great job of bringing in some great names. But, uh, yes, international flair would be awesome. I think that would add so much more to the broadcast. And I, I really do feel like there's a wealth of talent out there that's being untapped. And that's not just the WWE guys. There's so much good talent out there. Um, Kakushi said he bought Sensi from Michelle. Holy cow, that's like 12 years ago. Man, throwing it back, Kakushi. Stan says, I'm sure there are wrestlers from different countries that can use the push in the NWA and vice versa. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, right? Like, so New Japan USA is mostly dojo students, right? The, the U.S. United States dojo students. I know Barton Brown is part of that crowd. I know Carl Fredericks is part of that crowd. And they are 
becoming seasoned veterans that will one day compete in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and you know they will probably replace the likes of you know uh, Juice Robinson or you know uh, Switchblade or you know they they are the Gaijins that will be coming in the next level. And why not get some seasoning in the NWA? It, it, it's, it's very, it would be mutually beneficial because they're lesser known names that could work in NWA show, literally giving up three days a month, you know, two TV tapings and a pay-per-view and can literally go about the world and touring the shows and have their name on five weeks of programming. It's a, it's, it's a no brainer for me, but you know, I'm not in charge. Uh, Willie Bowen says, is Rocky Romero related to J-Mark and Chris Youngblood? No, Romero is different. Romero is not related. Um, Romero is a Cubanito. He's from Cuba who resided in uh, Southern California. He and um, Ricky Reyes were the short, it was a long-term tag team, the the Havana Pitbulls. They made their name in Southern California, but ended up uh, transitioning to Ring of Honor. And then Romero kind of became more of a single star. They also wrestled in Mexico and in Japan as the Havana Pitbulls. Um, briefly, they were on CMLL feuding with uh, uh, some of the lightweights that were in CMLL. Um, this is the NWA says, it's like with Starks, it's sad to see him go, but maybe that's how it, it goes sometimes. The NWA can be a place for folks to make a name or to reestablish their name. 100%. 100% correct, uh, Gary. I, I wholeheartedly believe that the NWA is both. It's a place for someone like Trevor Murdoch to revitalize his career. It's a place for Aaron Stevens to get a hold of, to, to create something that he hadn't had before. Um, and it's also a place for a guy like Ricky Starks to make a name for himself. It's a place for Thunder Rosa to finally get to be who she wants to be in the ring and get a huge following for Thunder Rosa's been around for like at least four or five years. I remember Sabotage Wrestling. She was wrestling in AWS in SoCal. Um, she was a part of Lucha Underground, but she was never Thunder Rosa. She's Cobra Moon or she was this, that, or the other thing. She finally has an opportunity to be herself. And all honesty... Turns out, the last portion of this live stream didn't make it to the Anchor app, as we were simultaneously recording not only on uh, YouTube Live, but also on Instagram Live. Uh, However, this portion of the podcast stopped for Anchor. So this is where we're going to end it, guys. But if you'd like to hear the rest of my thoughts on the NWA, and of course, uh, our pre-thoughts on Carney... Carneyland, I don't know why that was hard for me to say, uh, visit youtube.com forward slash the Alliance blog, or you can visit our Instagram channel, um, Instagram uh, at the Alliance blog or Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, Facebook, Tumblr at the Alliance blog. We generally uh, try to post as much content as we can and we're finding more and more avenues to do so. Of course, this is your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. I am Cal, and every time you guys listen to this podcast, it's like you're giving me a high five through cyberspace, and I greatly appreciate that, especially during these social distant times. So until next time, guys, I'll see you 
at the matches 